Welcome to the Money Makers podcast brought to you by Sophia. Sophia is an exciting education platform for women focused on managing your money and growing your wealth. This podcast is a show for amazing women everywhere of all ages. We will feature conversations on all areas of our lives where money matters affect women. This week, I recorded with three women from the female founder investment space regarding the current funding situation for women entrepreneurs. We did record this over, during and after meetings on the fly, but I think it is very powerful and I wanted to share it with you. Of course, you all know that the funding situation for female founders has been poor for many years, and sadly, those stats are not improving. However, I wanted to dive into what we can do, given the current economic climate and these added struggles that we're all feeling. I believe that there are things that we can control and things that we can focus on as female founders. I managed to catch up with Jennifer Buckley, the founder and managing director of Sweef Capital. Sweef is a Singapore-based impact investment firm investing in the potential of women and the future of Southeast Asia. Ina Jacobson is a VC investment professional and Anna Pearson is the co-founder of Harriet, a platform to support women entrepreneurs. Hey Jennifer, how does fundraising look for the next six months given the global economy for female entrepreneurs? Tanya, so it's a tough time to be answering that question. I think generally <laughs> risk appetite is low at the moment. Uh, many investors around the world are sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what happens with a series of global events, the leadership changes happening around the world, um, the situation in Europe. But what I would say, if there's an area to be out fundraising, it is in in relation to responsible investment, sustainable investment, there's um, more allocations being made in that area. It's been integrated into a lot more larger organisations, investment strategies, which feeds through to other capital allocators in the market. So I'm optimistic around the momentum for women's entrepreneurship and uh, capital increasingly be allocated to women entrepreneurs. And so what I would say to anyone who's out there thinking about fundraising or in the market, you know, to be tenacious, to stick with the process, to be there articulating your message and the difference that you're making to your business sectors, to your countries, to your societies. So you really understand, help the investors understand the positioning of what you're doing with uh, within that context and yeah be confident in your ability to raise those funds because it may take a long time it may feel like you're meeting so many people and not getting the traction but that's where the tenacity comes in you will get there it, it's just it's a long journey and there will have found people in fundraising that actually professionally I know that are out there fundraising for others they will always say that it takes a hundred meetings a hundred phone calls to get that one check Wow, 100 meetings for one chat. That's a low return, but yes, tenacity, determination, commitment. And as you said, Jennifer, confidence, being confident goes a long way. Fantastic tips. Thank you. Thanks, Tanya. Fundraising is challenging for all, but given the data, are there any other themes or challenges that you think women face in particular? 
It's hard to say just one thing. There, I think there's a lot of things that we could talk about with this question. One of my favorite things to talk about, and I, where I feel like there's the most possibility for change, is some research done by Dr. Dana Kansi. I might butcher her name. I'm sorry if I do. She's done some amazing work, and there's a great TED Talk. The research is a little bit um, older, but I think it's still extremely relevant. It's about promotion versus prevention questions. And this was proven during a TechCrunch Disrupt pitch competition that two-thirds of the questions that men got were promotion questions, which are promotion questions are known to be focused on hopes, achievements, advancements, and ideals, i.e. the future, right? Uh, but the women, the two-thirds of the women were given prevention questions, i.e questions about safety, responsibility, security, and vigilance, questions that are much more like have a negative connotation. 85% of the responses were usually in the same manner as the question. So you got a promotion question, you answered in a promotion way. And if you got a prevention question, you answer in a prevention way. However, promotion answers were more likely to get funding, i.e. the men, were more likely to get funding, also based on the actual questions the investors were asking. It's not all bad though, because it also showed that if you were able to answer a prevention question with a promotion answer, i.e. you were able to turn the question around. Maybe you got a really you know, niche question about how you're gonna survive the next few years. Instead, you turn it around and you answered in a, in a big ideas, talking about the future, you were actually more likely to get funding. So what does that mean for the average founder? Well, I would say, first of all, be aware of the questions that you do get. Are you getting prevention questions? Are you getting promotion questions? And how are you answering them? Really dig deep into you know, what your habits are in terms of answering those questions. That's the first thing that I would do especially as a female entrepreneur, because you do know that you're most likely to get the prevention questions. The second thing is I would really make sure to talk about uh, your business model um, and talk about it thriving in the market economy that we have today. Your business model really needs to thrive in this market economy. Make sure that you spend your money wisely, but that you know what contributes to growth and what contrib contributes to a sustainable business model. So what does that actually mean? Well, it means that if you do get funding, make sure you can explain what goes into making your product lean and sustainable and making sure that you're making a positive profit margin off of every sale and what money goes into actually growing the market, expanding into new things. Most people sometimes get those two a little bit mixed up and knowing those two answers uh, makes it very easy for an investor to feel safe when investing in you. And lastly, this might be my experience in the past, but make sure that you're very aligned with what you're trying to achieve. It's really hard to fundraise. So make sure that you want to fundraise. You, the, your whole setup is ready to get money. And I think that's also something that um, entrepreneurs sometimes forget. Um, they think they need to raise money because everybody else is raising money. But make sure everything is aligned and you're ready to receive that funding. And hopefully that funding will flow to you more easily. Thank you, Anna. Anna, what are your top tips to overcome the additional challenges that female founders face in fundraising? 
So I think one of the main areas I'd focus on is in your own due diligence as a founder, look for investors or high net worth individuals who have a few things. The first is experience um, investing in your particular industry or in businesses like yours. Um, I think the second is to look for investors who have a diverse portfolio. Um, Maybe they have a particular mandate for investing in women or a particular thesis to expand their investment into female-founded companies. And then the third is to look for investors that invest at your stage. Um, I've seen founders waste a lot of time chasing down investors who don't potentially understand their business or actually invest in a later stage than their current growth. My other two quick tips would be map your timeline to your raise. So plan for the optimal time to reach out to investors and keep your momentum going. And thirdly, codify any common questions or answers you get during pitches, anything that can save you time and streamline your responses to potential investors. Thank you, Anna. A huge thank you to Jennifer, Inna and Anna for these amazing insights today. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Money Makers podcast brought to you by Sophia, the education platform for women. Visit sophiawomen.com and use code PODCAST10 to receive a 10% discount on all our courses. Learn, invest and change the world.